Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. yeah, no problem. Okay, man. Uh, well, okay, well, so, so I'm going to just introduce you, and then I'm going to say, uh, you know, um, hey, Anthony, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. Okay, sounds okay. great. All right, indeed. All right, so Capstan is the Florida, it, it, Capstan is from Florida that drives inspiration from acts all across the, the genre sphere to craft their high energy and unique mix of post-hardcore prog rock, and metalcore. They flawlessly fuse deeply emotional lyrics and melodic choruses with monstrous breakdowns and techy instrumentations. The five-piece, Anthony DiMario, vocals, Joe Mabry on guitar, Harrison Borman also on guitar, and Andrew Bozimowski, who plays bass and vocals, and also Scott Fisher, which plays drums, we dropped their second full-length album, Separate, on July 23rd via Fearless Records. I have the ultimate pleasure of talking to the vocalist, Anthony DiMario. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. This was awesome because um, when I got the email from um, from the, your, your your public relations um, people, I, uh, I was like, yeah, dude, let's get it going, you know? So that's yeah, awesome absolutely. Yeah. Um, so okay. So I like I I always like to ask out ask uh, you know musicians, um, which I, I I'm going to give you two bands and two names of bands, and then you okay. tell me which one you would prefer listening to right now. Now which one's better? Okay. You know because no because no nobody's better than the other. You know they're all great in, right. in the right right time. So okay. So let's get started. Let's go right. with Incubus. Or Deftones? I'm going to say Incubus for right now. Incubus? Okay. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and is yeah. there a specific reason why? Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think their their vocalist is from uh, Detroit, Michigan area. Okay. And I think that that – and that's my hometown, like where I grew up. So, uh, But, I mean, I just – I love all their, their, their catalog. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so do you listen to country music? Um. I do, but it has okay. it, it's within like um, let's say like a uh, like a specific scenario, okay. you know. Like right. there's there's times where I call for it. Right. I'm right. constantly thinking about music all the time, and uh, that kind of just gives me a break. On it, and uh, the recording quality of all country music is insane. So I'm, right. you know, it's like the best of the best. So okay. it's always nice okay. to hear that. But that's fine. Um, the reason why I asked that is because um, the, the the two other bands is uh. Chris Stapleton, which is right here, or Luke Combs, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with with those um, guys, but um, okay, so okay, so we'll go with Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson. Ooh, Johnny Cash. Johnny, yeah, you can't deny Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash has some great music, you know, and oh, um, yeah. and he did a wonderful cover version of uh, '90s Nails Hurt. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Awful. I haven't heard it. Yeah, if you haven't heard it. 
It's great, man. You, no. should, you should really listen to it. It's, it's great. So, um, All right. First question I have for you today is, uh, does your bassist, Andrew, double as the band's bodyguard because he's, he's jacked? Oh, man, yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it's intimidating sometimes yeah. when people see him, but he, he's just a big old sweetheart. You oh, know? yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's got the high vocals, too. Right. So, yeah. you know, people will see it and be like, oh, didn't know he could do that. But, right. yeah, I would say he's our bodyguard for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, because I, cause I, um, I was going to ask if I could borrow him for, like, 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 like when we get real big, you know, we, we need a bodyguard. So he looks like a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah. I, I guess he was a bodybuilder first and then, and then came into music or like or – like, uh, like Yeah, well, he's, he's, always, he's always been working out constantly. Oh, okay. Like, actually, pretty much all of us now, uh, especially over the over – the, uh, over COVID, we've all been been really trying to work on ourselves, you know, self improvement. Right. So, uh, yeah, but he's he uh, he was absolutely the first. So, I guess he inspired y'all to get out there and 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 and, and go work out. Yeah. 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 It's good for your mental health for sure. It so. is. It is because uh, here here on, on when words fail music speaks podcast we talk about um you know depression and uh and music you know music heals depression too. And um, yeah, work it out does the same thing. I mean, it it, it it heals the mind, body, and soul. So yes, I used to work out for for a while, and then I'm like, I'm not growing any bigger, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm dropping all this money for for nothing really, because um, you know. And then I decided to to work on my podcast. So it's, it's, it's you know, so it's been going great. So that's great. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So um, I was just watching your YouTube series. Um, Carry the Spark. Uh, which takes okay. fans into the heart of your recording process uh, when you re- when you were recording the, the album Restless Heart Keep Running. Um, so what made you all decide to do this? Um, I think it's amazing to show the fans what you go through while you're recording in the process and, and, and you know, and just making the album. Yeah, so, oh, just, you want me to go into talking about what, yeah. we, what it was? I'm, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry about that. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah no, um, it takes it's really hard because you know it's five people and we you know we all have our own separate lives but um especially the recording process it, it just coming together and being able to work on the songs that you know we we demo everything beforehand and then we take it to then we take it to the studio so we have like an out like a, a rough skeleton of the songs essentially and from there we tweak it um so just uh specifically for that album uh being able like i remember the schedule that we had was was perfect you know we'd wake up go to the gym get to the studio and we'd work on it all day and because it was in orlando uh for that record we were all able to stay at home and we didn't have to go somewhere whereas for this this uh most recent record that's coming out on july 23rd uh we went to just outside of austin texas and recorded with machine and that was like a four-week all of us going to a specific place and staying on the grounds and recording. So I feel like that had a lot, it had a lot more um, uh, camaraderie, I guess you could say. Like we weren't living our own house lives and then going to the studio. Uh, it was more of just, we're all here, we're all gonna make this record and and, and uh, just get it out there. We're gonna do our best to get it done, so. Right, right. Um, yeah. So. Upon watching that series, I I uh, I I'm I'm led to believe that you're that the Joe the Studio Dog writes all your songs for you. Um, he yeah, I mean we we all collaborate, no, but no, he no. does come to us. 
No, 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 Joe, the studio dog. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, yeah. yeah, yeah so I guess he's, he's I good. guess he writes all the lyrics, and you just you know go with the music. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Cause um, no, he's awesome. Yeah, cause yeah, cause I find dogs um to be the better um pet. You know, dealing with cats. I don't like cats for some reason. They're just. I'll, oh really? I'll, I don't mind. I don't mind cats, but yeah. I am a dog person. Yeah. I can say that much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's always a good thing to to have dogs around, you know, because I guess it gives yeah. you, I guess it gives you more like a like an incentive to actually go to go go there and see the see him, you know, as well as record <laughs> your own studio, you know, studio time. Right, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, uh, when you're working on your songs, um, do you feel that? Okay, so when do you feel like a song is actually completed? Because sometimes many bands get get so um involved in like one little thing and they can't really tweak it to their to, to liking right um, when do you all feel like like a song is like like completely done and shelved um it's kind of tough for that but uh usually when we get the master back and we approve it that's when it's like okay okay so like we'll send we'll send the songs off or, or do you mean like do you mean the writing process of it we we constantly teeter back and forth too okay yeah so yeah, like it's like okay, well, I feel like this could be it, but then you know, you you could sit on it for so long trying to figure out this part could be better, this part could be better. So I guess I would say when the actual like recording process is done and you can't go back to it, right? That's kind of when when they send them off to like for mixing or when we're finished. I, we're like, okay, that's how it is. Right. But there's certain times too, you get a mix back and you're like, ooh, I don't know if I like this spot here. So then you get that switched and uh yeah so it keeps going past when it's done but when we when we finish the all of the tracking then it's like okay how is this going to be pieced together to make it perfect yeah so i'd say yeah end of tracking is when when i'd say the song is done right yeah because yeah, i find it very relieved that uh y'all have a home studio instead of actually going to a studio and and paying more money that you shouldn't do you know shouldn't have spend right so i i think yeah we Oh, oh, I, yeah. I was, I was just gonna say we, we have like uh, a, a small home studio where we do all our demoing. But every time we're going to record an album, we, we get someone like a producer and go to their studio. So it start, it's like a two step process. We work uh, writing the songs like at home, right? And then when we're ready, we, we get the dates booked and we go to a studio and we have a producer there that okay. works with us. Okay, so you all have two, two. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because uh. Cause I guess you can you can record it at home and then kind of get like a like a master um, master uh, tracker to actually uh, uh, yeah your... so we we do yeah we do it ourselves uh, and then what we'll like just to get the song skeleton going because a lot of times the amount of time in the studio it takes for us to record like when we go somewhere mm -hmm. uh, it's not as much time as we would uh, like you know so. We have the skeleton of the songs and we go through, we have pre-production when we go there and we work with a producer and we fix the songs up to how we want them. And then we go into the tracking process with the producer. Right. Awesome. Awesome. That's that, that, yeah. that's always a good thing to do. Too. So, oh, yeah. Um, uh, your first album was, is um, the EP titled Parting Gifts, uh, which was released on November 17, 2015. Uh, you have four full albums. Um, two EPs, including a Parting Gifts as well as Cultural Divide, and five singles to date. Uh, uh, with that, with with all that music catalog, um, how has your style of of writing changed 
if any, between oh, okay. albums and EPs and singles? Uh, the the style of our music? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So uh, we originally started as a pop punk band. So, okay. you know, uh, we were younger and, you know, writing just like happy-go-lucky lyrics and, you know, fast D beats. And uh, as when Joe entered the, Joe entered, entered the band when we were writing um, that EP, Seasonal Depression, and he had a little bit of work to do on songs that had already been written, but Come Cultural Divide, um, that was that was when he really started to shine in his songwriting, and he started bringing the riffs to the table. So we kind of transitioned from that pop punk sound to more of a uh, post hardcore yeah. type type of feel, and it just kind of continued down that lane um, as we as we grew. Right. So, so that's that's yeah. So what initially drove y'all to becoming more more uh, rock instead of punk? Um, just, just, uh, the natural progression of the band. I think once you get to a certain point in a style of music, you kind of want to expand right. and it's, it's to that point where, uh, you don't want to just continuously put out the same album every time. Right. So, you know, and you know, sometimes it can be scary, you know, you don't know how the fans are going to perceive it or what, mm. but we do it for us because I mean, we're all pretty heavily into, into music. So, yeah. uh, it just kind of, kind of progressively gotten, got more uh, post hardcore ish through the uh, through the years. It's, it's funny you should say that because um, me and my co-host um, Blake um, just did a a, a uh, an episode on on how uh, like most bands or or the pop bands do like the same music over and over and over again, and they're not growing up, you know, and and, yeah. and you got to expand your your uh, music ability to actually grow up. So yeah, so I think it's really good that y'all, you know, y'all are trying different things, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um. So I wanted to ask you about one song in particular. Um. We'll always have Paris. Um. I feel okay. as though as this is a, a a very personal song to you or some band members. Um. Am Am I correct by saying that? What What um, is it? Yes. Like a, a very personal song for y'all. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically every single one of us, we we kind of like to um, indulge in everyone's personal experiences. So this song isn't necessarily like written completely about one specific scenario. Okay. But we've all been there where, you know, you, you're with someone and you just like you can't really um, – you don't hate them, but you just know that like your relationship with them isn't going to work out. Yeah. And, you know, you still wish them well. It's just, it's not going to be a life together, you know, whether that be a friend, whether it be a girlfriend, like in, in any scenario, it doesn't necessarily have to be just romantic, but basically you just know that with them in your life is, is causing something, um, some, some type of turmoil, but they're not a bad person. So you, you know, I, we can't do this together, but I don't, I don't wish any ill will on you. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We have all been there, and and that song is like a, a very very uh, killer song here, and it brings back memories of you know what I've been through with with a loved one or a, you know past girlfriend right. or something. So it's it's very telling that you know to, to write that song for us or you know the band. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I know Chris Barnes from Cannibal Corpse. Um, he said that he definitely wanted to sing somebody else's lyrics. Um, he feels like okay. if he writes the songs, if he if he if he if he's singing the songs, he should be the one to write them. Uh, do you feel the same way about um, the lyrics in Tefstan as a band, or 
or would you like like like? Because I know you you welcome me like from the other members, but are you kind of like eh, I sing the songs I don't you know? I mean, I should be the one to write oh, them. Absolutely not. Okay. Um. So Great. the way that I feel, the way that I feel with it, um, is I could that would be possibly putting myself into a box creatively. Yeah. Um. And on top of it, I mean, all of the guys write amazing lyrics. So, uh, what I will do is towards the end of the like towards the end of the lyric writing, uh, for the song, um, when I'm in the vocal booth, I will literally go through. And put myself in that situation because no matter what we write, like even though it might not be extremely personal to me, the the literal lyric writing of it, we've all been in a similar situation somehow. So you know, I get myself in a mood and I go in there and I record it. Like I want the song to speak. So it's not necessarily that I wrote the lyrics, but it doesn't mean I don't feel the emotions that are trying to be conveyed. Right. And I feel like it's very important because that's what music in general does for people. They relate to these emotions, and that's kind of why we do it. You know, music helped me when I was growing up and and going through situations. And like, it's nice to be able to put music out that does that for other people. So yeah, I I would absolutely say I I welcome everything, and it, it can become the best version of those of those lyrics if we let everybody in on it. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like like if 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 someone is the, is the alone about writing their lyrics, um, you kind of get like a discrepancy between the band band members, you know, because um, that's right. what Chris Barnes did is he left Animal Corp, I guess, for that reason, and moved to Six Feet Under. Okay. So you know, I mean, and I feel like y'all have a y'all have a special bond, like like a band of brotherhood, you know, and and y'all are very absolutely open to anything that anybody you know you know gets out of them. So. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're all my best friends yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And we're lucky to have that. I know not every every band is like that, but I mean, yeah. we were friends first. Nice. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um, uh, you all started in 2015. Uh, I know you all toured a lot of cities and towns and countries and whatnot. So, uh, what's your city? What's your favorite city to play in, and why? Okay, uh, for me, that's that's an easy one. Um, I like to play Detroit, Michigan, because uh, that's where I was born and raised, and uh, my parents still live there. So when we get to tour and we play Detroit, we always go and stay at their house, and they have like a huge table full of food. They, you know, beds for everybody, um, and they, it's just it's just a great time to be able to to be home. I see them more often when I'm on tour than uh, than when I'm just at home. So it's been a long year. Uh, for sure, yeah. but uh, time to go back, huh? Yeah, yeah. Time to get the road. <laughs> let's get back. Yeah, let's get back out on the road. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, well, um, it's 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 funny because um, um, many bands are starting to get out slowly and, and uh, start touring. Because I saw because right. um, I saw Steel Panther about a month ago and they put a kick ass show on and I'm like, yeah, dude. So so hopefully I, awesome. so, so I hope hopefully you y'all can get back out there and spin again and uh, you know start touring. Yeah, we're hoping so. Yeah. Is, so. is there any um, uh, pre-dates that y'all have planned or y'all just still? Um, we're, we're still talking about some some things, but uh, there should be something possibly that we could be doing later this year. So uh, just just keeping in the loop and, and hoping hoping for the best, really. Right, right. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, so let's talk about the new album, Separate. Um, okay. When you started recording the album, uh, was there a delay in the process, or was it like a smooth, smooth project all the way through? 
Um, to be honest, it was extremely smooth all the way through up until towards the end of writing the demos. Uh, we just were like, you know, we wrote, we had a, a lot of time where we would meet every single day because COVID, we were the only ones that saw each other. Right. So it was just like, let's just write this album. And we met every single day working, demoing, uh, writing, and um, we had a lot of songs. And we got towards the end and we're like, you know, these two songs are great, but it's just not cutting it. We need to have, we want every one of these songs to be a standalone banger. <laughs> so uh, we went, Joe went back to the writing board, wrote a couple of more riffs and we ended up coming up, coming out with a, a couple of other songs that replaced songs. We had already been on there and we never scrapped songs that we demoed vocals on. And I think we, I mean, we probably scrapped at least 10. Wow. So uh, yeah, yeah, we wrote a lot. A so, lot. It, so it was a very smooth, y'all, Y'all always been working through just COVID stuff, right? Yep. And then uh, we got the opportunity to go out to uh, Texas and nice. we had four weeks, four weeks with machine. Um, and that was in itself, just an amazing experience. All of us there together, uh, tracking the, the music that we had just spent so much time working on. And I, I had a blast. It was, it's just a beautiful place and uh, really gets your mind in the, like in the mindset of, of writing music, tracking music. Right. So is, uh, is uh, that the same machine shop that y'all did, uh, did a live? Um, yes. Oh yeah. Cause I watched it on you. Yeah. Same spot. Nice. Nice. Yeah. They're both amazing songs too. So, um, Oh, thank you. So when you, when you were writing this album, what, what mindset were you, were you all in at the, at the time of writing this? Very, very introspective. Um, a lot of the songs are very personal about one's inner feelings about something. And, um, you know, we, we didn't really, we don't really do that a lot. Um, I think this is pretty much the first album we've been extremely introspective in. And I don't know, just, just thinking about other, um, other albums and things that have come out in the past. Like, I feel like that really helps people like relate because you're talking about feelings that sometimes people don't want to bring up to the surface or talk about, but you know, when you put it in music, like it'll, it'll at least like, you're like, okay, somebody's feeling the same way as me. That's right. So that was kind of the, the vibe for us. Right. It's funny you should mention that because nobody wants to talk about anxiety or depression. And I feel like, right. like, it's... like if it comes in as long as people are like, Oh, okay. So that's what, you know, yeah. Right. Um, I, this is a, like, these are normal feelings to have. Like that's, I, yeah. you know, I can relate to this feeling. Okay. I'm not alone. No. And that's a, a major thing dealing with that is you need to understand you're not alone. So. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah. we, we, for people with depression, we thank you for, for bringing that to more, more to, to the light and, and like everybody Absolutely. should take the time to, you know, to respect each other and, you know, just love each other. You know, Absolutely. That's all we have to do. So, I, okay, that's right. So, so I have one more question for you. Uh, yeah. This uh, podcast is called When the Words Fail, Music Speaks. Uh, that can't be further from the truth. My last question to you, sir, is um, is there a song that you can come out with right now? Is there a song that you can that you can listen to right now and that that you can't tell anybody how, how it makes you feel? Oh, my goodness. There are yeah. so many, but one that comes to mind – um, not one of uh, someone else's or just any song. It could be any song you want. Yeah. Uh, the wonder years. I just want to sell out my funeral. Okay. That song, that song, I just can't explain the way it makes me feel, but the lyrics and the songwriting are absolutely incredible. And, um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those songs that, you know, it speaks to me somehow. Uh, it just does. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to listen to, cause you know, 
because you like it so much, I you know, I because I'm always a fan of music, any kind of music. I'm always you know, a lover of, right. and uh, you know, and I'm and I'm always looking for new music. So, um, what has what what have you been listening to, um, um, um nowadays? Lately, uh, well, the main I've been listening to a lot of the new releases that have been coming out, but um, the main new uh new album that had just come out, I've been jamming that, and uh, there's a band from the UK called Happy Days. Um, we had we had done a couple of shows with them overseas uh, when they were in a band called Woes, and two of the members started this new this new project, and it's uh it's pretty good. I've been jamming that that album a lot. Nice. So nice. Uh, cool. yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm definitely gonna check those guys out because you know, because that sounds really yeah, cool. awesome. Yeah. So for our, yeah. all of our listeners, um, you can catch um Capstan at uh capstanband.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon. They got a Patreon where you can, where you can um, purchase stuff, and they'll uh, they'll let you in on your Discord server, right? And and more. Yeah. If you get the higher um, tier, uh, which is I think fifty bucks, uh, you'll get a um, a liner note and the album, correct? Uh, yes, I believe so. That and then also uh, we do a um, a monthly uh, FaceTime. Okay, with, nice. with all the the top tier subscribers. So. Nice, nice. And uh, on a on, on their website, you can um, get their merchandise, um, shirts, albums, like vinyl records, um, and, and much more. I was I was so mad at myself because I I I went to your uh, to the store and I saw the 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 test pressing of the vinyl record. I go, like it sold out. I was like, no, you know, because I love. Yeah, it was. Records. It went so quick. Yeah, it went yeah, so quick. Yeah. So um, one more question about, about that. Um, what is a test pressing? Because I'm not really sure what that is. So basically, what they do is they'll they'll put them they'll put the uh, when they press the album they send <laughs> they send out test presses so that they can make sure that everything is okay like there's no crazy skips or anything before they go into mass production. Oh, okay, nice. Now, well, I should have got that. You know, I've been through a lot trying to find a lot since yeah. I was a vinyl collector for yeah. so long. So. Yeah, because I have about 120 right now, and it's it's, it's amazing. Wow. You know? Yeah, so. Um, oh, yeah, I love listening to vinyl. Yeah, I think it's better than the CD quality, you know? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's yeah. just something with the physical copies, you know? I, 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 right. I tend to go back to the physical stuff instead of the d- digital stuff, you know? Because I, cause I want right, right. to see the liner notes and everything, so it's, it's always a, right. Joy for me to get some vinyl. So, uh, we thank you very, very, very much for coming on the show. And uh, and when you get out and start touring again, uh, we definitely want you to come back and tell us how how that is going for you all. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show, James. Uh, not a problem. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>